This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Infrastructure policy is going to be front and center this week in Washington as the Senate seeks to iron out some specifics on a pair of major bills on the subject. The chamber's Democrats are looking to advance a $3.5 trillion reconciliation package to address housing, workforce, climate, and health care priorities the party has dubbed social infrastructure. That's along with a separate bipartisan package on conventional infrastructure needs with a price tag of about $1.2 trillion. Montana Democrat John Tester is one of the party's moderate members, and he says there's merits to both bills. But he says both bills are going to need a lot of work before they're ready for action. We will see what happens as with anything it's, you know, where the rubber meets the road is, is where I'm going to make my decision. I think we need to have a debate on the $3.5 trillion. Uh, and if, 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 if we're able to um, you know, make some inroads in, into these areas of housing and, uh, and VA facilities and, and, and child care, um, it, you know, it would it, it, it be a step in the right direction, but we'll see how that's done. So we're early, we're early on the, on the 3.5 one. I'll have more information for you in, in, in over the next month on it. Work continues on both bills to finalize legislative text. The Senate is set to take a procedural vote on the bipartisan package on Wednesday, although reports indicate the bill might not be done by that time. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell says Republicans want to see the bill before a procedural vote. Stay tuned to AgriPulse for more as the week unfolds. There's more from Tester, including thoughts on beef policy and the western drought, in this week's open mic on agripulse.com. Weather concerns are having an outsized impact on the nation's corn and soybean production. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Hot and dry weather through the end of July could affect corn and soybean crop development in the Corn Belt. USDA meteorologist Brad Rippey says some areas of the country are entering corn pollination and soybeans are starting to set pods. As we move through the next week or more with dry weather and increasing heat, it is going to sap those limited moisture reserves and could begin to stress reproductive corn and soybeans, even in some of those areas that got good rains like Iowa, southern Minnesota, and parts of South Dakota and northern and eastern Nebraska. But, he says, the dryness should provide some relief for the southern Corn Belt that has almost seen too much rain in some areas. So we're pushing that rain a little bit further down towards Texas to the southern Atlantic coast. Drying trend for the southern Corn Belt, which is not so bad after all the rain we've seen. But problematically, we do have that increasing heat and dry weather expected for the foreseeable future in the upper Midwest, where we've been concerned all along about lack of soil moisture. According to USDA, the nation's corn crop is rated 65% good to excellent, and soybeans are rated 60%. Both are steady from last week. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Finally today, the nation's top trade official says dairy policy will be key in determining how the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement works for the country. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai said a tour in Wisconsin underscored the importance of the sector to the nation's trade policy. In our conversation just now um, in the barn, um, uh, Mr. Service was telling me um, his business, his opportunities are all about relationships that he has. And I would say that in the business of trade policy and diplomacy, um, it is all about the relationships that you have to be able to raise the tough issues. So we started a, we started a dispute settlement panel with Canada. 
Canada. Um, we are going to slug it out with them uh, and we are going to look for a solution to provide that access uh, that really was so critical to our renewal of the NAFTA in the USMCA. That audio courtesy of Brownfield. Ty was in Wisconsin Friday to hear from dairy farmers and she said she brings up the issue with Canadian officials at every opportunity. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. This episode of AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers need clear rules for clean water. Don't take navigable out of the navigable waters protection rule. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.